All right. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today is the first Sunday of the month, which means it's time for Chef Dell's Kitchen, and he is going to be making his favorite holiday appetizers. Please welcome him to the show. Hey, Dell, how are you? Hello, hello, hello. I'm well. Hey, how are you doing? It's so good. I'm so glad you got the technology to work. <laughs> it's always going to be about the technology cooking, though, because I know we've got a, a hard stop on time, but uh, it's technology fun, right? So we're starting off. You guys are getting the recipes. Um, you have them posted in the YouTube channel, right? I will. I, I post them once the show starts. So I, they don't get posted on Twitter and Facebook if people are watching there, but it's called show notes. And then we put them in what's called the show notes just as soon as the, the, the show gets underway. There's no business like show notes business. All right. So <laughs> no show notes like old show notes. <laughs> um, so we're making spiced potato cakes with a, with a, a, a fruit chutney. And I swear to God, I've changed the name of this chutney. So many times, I'm not so sure what it has, but you have the chutney and this is the recipe that we're making. Um, we're starting off with potato cakes because they're gonna take the longest to cook and I do need to turn my oven on. Um, so what we're doing is we're toasting our spices. If you do nothing else with Indian recipes or with spices, toasting your spices is the way to go. Here's the thing, whole spices last longer, or will take longer to toast and hold up better in this dry environment than ground spices. So be careful, when you see it start to, to, to smoke, you might go to see it there, you're done. You're good to go. We're gonna take that off of the and that is that. Now, to make sure we stay on track with our time, I'm gonna go ahead and start our, um, our chutney. And of course, we are in season this time of year, so of course, we wanna take full advantage of that do here with our chutney where's my ingredients oh here we go almost everything goes into the pot i've already got my pears in there because i uh chopped them ahead of time and i wanted to uh um preserve them so i put the already inside there so i added some fresh ginger some garlic and then either your choice of date paste or maple syrup. I'm using maple syrup because my dates had worms today. And then I use less maple syrup than I used to use, but I um, I add some pureed pineapple because it has a natural sweetness to it too. And then we add our apples. So that was, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, our red onion. And we're gonna let that cook for about 30 minutes. So I'll move this to the back stove and let it do its thing and turn it on low so I don't overdo it. If you don't, if you've never made chutney, chutney is oh, delicious. It's, it's delicious. delicious. It's a condiment. It's a very popular condiment, um, Indian cooking, but um, I swear to God, I, I, I use uh, chutney. I'll put some on a sandwich, like a baked tofu sandwich sometimes. Um, it's just that sometimes I just toss it with some cooked rice um, because I like it that much. All right. So make your own chutney. There are billions of recipes for chutney. There's just tons of different ways to make it. There's fruit chutneys. There's um, 
herb chutneys, like cilantro is one of my favorite chutneys. I make it all the time. And it takes about, this is going to take longer because you have to cook it. My, um, oh, you my know, stock- I, have a question. I have a question, Del. I got asked this yesterday and I wasn't sure. So, you know, cranberry relish, my cranberry sauce recipes, I have two and they're using raw cranberries. And so somebody said, well, why do people even bother to cook cranberries for relish? Is there, is there a benefit to cooking them? Well, raw cranberries can be kind of bitter and, and strong by themselves. Ah. Um, so I, I think they do benefit from cooking. But I also have seen cranberry relish where you throw everything into your food processor and um, and grind it up that way. Yeah, that's how I make mine, which is dates, oranges, and cranberries. It takes less than five minutes, and people seem to love it. You know, for me, it's just uh, I've been making cranberries the way that my He's made it for decades, except that now I use combination of dates and maple syrup instead of all the sugar they use because it's a very tart fruit and it takes a lot of sugar to make it happen. Yes. Uh, so, but once you get used to, you know, you're used to not eating sugar, and once you're right. used to that, you don't notice a difference. It's 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 just as delicious. Absolutely. What did you make for your Thanksgiving meal this year? I made my traditional. I made my. You know, we always say around here, if I have two things, pumpkin pie, and I want my uh, my cornbread stuffing. So, but I went a little bit more than that. I made a, a baked tofu and stuffed the cornbread stuffing with that. I made my uh, pumpkin pie with a an oil-free crust I've been playing with, uh, with ground oats and flaxseed and such. It's not going to be as, as flaky as whatever traditional high-fat crust, but it did the job. And I was, I was really happy about that because... I love my pumpkin pie. Yep. And then I made some whole wheat dinner rolls. Um, and it was delicious. Brussels sprouts are always on my menu because I love them. But I eat those all year long, so there's nothing special. I think Brussels and, sprouts are on everybody's Thanksgiving menu. <laughs> yeah, I know. A lot of people just have them just at that time of year. But I, I eat them all year long because I love them so much. And they're my fav- probably my favorite vegetable. Yeah, me too. You know, I just, I love them, love them, love them. All right, so for our potato cakes, what we've already done, I've already cooked the potatoes and then drained those off. And I cooked more than I think the recipe calls for. Um, but um, it's because you could, I couldn't tell the right size of potatoes given, uh, they say two medium potatoes or whatever. And I, I couldn't find, this is what I got. I got, I got a, a Little, that's not a medium potato. But so I'm, I'm going to not use all of those. And then if I need to add more, I'll, right? And if I need to add more, I'll come back and do so. Meanwhile, as you see, I'm sauteing my onions without oil. New to that a lot. Most of you, I think, are probably old half of this by now. But you know that I start off with a dry pan and add some water when I need to. Now look at that. When you add that water in there, you see that browning going on. You know that, that that browning is flavor, so you want that. So, and I added a little bit because I'm rushing, but um, you only add water when you need to. And here's the deal: in a small batch of onions like this, you add the water. In larger batches, I made a big batch of mirepoix, like 16 cups of chopped vegetables the other day, and I didn't have to add any water because the vegetables were releasing all of their juices. So while that's cooking, I'm going to, and we're going to cheat today um, because we can, but I'm going to mash up my potatoes for our 
potato cakes. And by the way, you'll notice I do not uh, peel my potatoes. And I see uh, one of my other recipes called for something peeled. So the pear chutney, I hardly ever peel fruit or the skin off of our vegetables and fruit unless it's just a really tough uh, uh, chin. And so these cooked, you know, I, I cook these ahead of time and um, it's nice to get them cooled down a little bit. So that'll make it easier to make our chutney. Our, uh, but you're supposed to refrigerate your, uh, um, you're supposed to refrigerate this be before you, uh, you probably can't see it. There's my mashed potatoes right there. Mm. I know. I just, I'm hoping I have leftover potatoes so that I have a nice little snack later. You know, I had some leftover mashed potatoes and just I, I took like an ice cream scoop and I baked them. Oh, my God. They were so good. Oh, nice. Yeah. They're, potatoes, you know, they're just easy, right? Yeah. All right. So after your onion gets going, we're going to add our spices back in there. And that should really start to smell fragrant when you do that. Do you, do you know that they sell frozen mirepoix? I saw it at the store. I know. I, I'm, you know, I'm developing a new cooking course for people who are just one of the one of the parts of the course is for people who just don't want to cook. Right. So there's a whole bunch of convenience foods out there like mirepoix, onions. You can buy frozen. You can buy buy fresh chopped mirepoix actually. But yeah, it's available. It's easy now. And it's funny because I never thought about. Well, but my my work partner Sharm does. Um, Sharma is my uh, work partner, and we're writing a cookbook together um, this year. And so you'll get to one point. But she makes a big, big batch of mirepoix and then freezes it. So I'm like, I'm going to do that. Yep, good idea. But one of my sections, of course, is called mirepoix batch cooking. So you take a mirepoix and you turn that into several different dishes, right? Uh, chop once and uh, cook several dishes kind of thing. So we've added our spices, we've added our, our ginger, we've added our um, jalapeno pepper. But you're just going to cook this for a minute until it's heated through. Add our cilantro. I know the thing says a quarter cup or something, but I always, I can't help it. It's cilantro. I love it. And then we're going to add our green peas. So can you see that we're almost, almost, almost there with this, right? And then if you need to, let's add a little bit more water to get all the spices and flavors at the bottom of that pan. And then I'm going to turn off that pan. Add avocados to this. <laughs> and then I'm going to do a very rude thing. I'm going to turn around and look for a potato scooper. And what's the other thing I'm looking for, AJ? I gotta uh, bake this thing, don't I? Yep, absolutely. Do you like to bake on a silk pan or a piece of parchment paper? I do both. Um, the, the environmental attorney wants to um, wants to use um, not thoroughly so much paper, but uh, you know, silk pan's not exactly a environmentally friendly option. <laughs> What way to silk pat you use over and over though? Yeah, that's, I, I think that's what it's more. Yeah, more. Paper, right. Right? Yeah. Uh, 
we'll use our big pan, but I don't think we need our big pan, but that's what size soap hat we have. You know, do you still make, uh, make, do the to-go foods for the wellness form? Cause it says, no. so. okay. Uh, yeah. No. yeah. You got to update your bio. Cause that's, uh, well, I'm no longer really technically a part of the wellness form. And so they need to, but my bio. Yeah, that's okay. We can fix it later. You're part of the Delmas forum. <laughs> that's, that's the name that Chef AJ made up, you guys, for me. The Delmas forum. And yes, I, I wonder what I what bio I sent you because I thought for sure. Okay, I, we can fix. Yeah, we can fix it later. But it did say that because I was wondering, wow, if you still do to go meals, people would love that. Oh no, yeah, no. Those I think those days are are done. Um. I think teaching is my new recorded. I've always loved teaching, as you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm happy to. Uh, where are you going to put you? There we go. I'm happy to let others learn how to do what I do. Make right, so there is our mixture. And we're just going to mix it up. Remembering to come up off the bottom. And if you want to, those of you that use it, that salt, you don't have to use salt. Always an optional thing. And then you're supposed Peggy says um, you're, Peggy says you're her favorite chef. And Patty okay. says, how do you keep your silk hat from getting so used looking? Actually, you don't. I mean, it's it's just, it's a reality. It just doesn't yeah, bees. I mean, I don't bake that much. So I only use it when I'm, when I have, uh, I'm doing a cooking demo or something like that. So uh, what you do, what you're doing over there is yours. <laughs> now, I want to taste this just because, like I said earlier, I'm not so sure about the quantity of, of the potatoes. So let me get this better mixed. But see how easy that came together now? You guys, I spent some time yesterday and a little bit this morning prepping all my stuff ahead of time. And that's not a bad habit to get into. If you want to do any kind of batch cooking, because sort of it breaks it up a little bit and helps you save some time day of. And it also makes sure that you can see that you have everything, right? Oh, AJ. What's the matter, hon? It's so good. Oh, my mm. God. I wish you were here. Me too. Because that is perfection. So I use out of a two-pound bag a little over a pound, maybe closer to a pound and a half. And then I also have my, my dredging. What we're going to coat this with is um, almond meal, nutritional yeast, whole wheat breadcrumbs, and then paprika. Although I confess that I couldn't, I broke the paprika and dropped it, spilled it all over the floor this morning. So this is not paprika, but chili powder. And it's a mild chili powder, so it'll be fine. Paprikas are made with chilies anyway, so there you are, right? Do you like smoked paprika or regular? I have both. I think there are times when you want that smoked paprika, but I don't always want it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think it's just sort of a, I mean, I just restocked my spices yesterday. Oh, my God. It was insane um, how much I have up there. And this is a little big. This is a, a bigger ice cream scoop than I think it'll be for. If you're making an appetizer, um, you might you could do these in smaller scoops if you want. So what I'm going to do is just sort of not quite fill up the scoop and then roll that in my 
my thing here, my coating, and then press that flat. All right? These, oh, these are good. I'm so happy. <laughs> you know why? It means I get to eat this healthy, delicious food. I've been, um, AJ, I've shared with you that I've been, I've had some health issues this past year, and um, I'm kind of excited that I'm coming out of it, starting to feel so much better that I actually feel like cooking for myself. Nice. Because you know, and everyone knows this, you cannot do this if you're not cooking for yourself. And there's only so many convenience foods and plain baked potatoes I want to eat. This thing is in developing cooking courses, as I am right now. I have a new one coming out in late January. Um, the nice thing is that you get to, I have to film all of these recipes. So my refrigerator right now is stock, and I'm going to go ahead and stock up my freezer so that I always have some healthy deliciousness on hand. And uh, I think that's the other key to being successful with this. And, and you know, and we talked, and I talked very openly about my own struggles with binge eating and, and, and all of this. And I'm really trying to, in my 62nd year, I've been on diet since I was eight years old. In my 62nd year, I'm trying to get a different view of what my world should look like. In other words, you can't just, I can't be on a diet the rest of my life. Yeah. At some point, you've got to embrace a lifestyle and stick with it. And then you have to deal with your demons. Um, I have my share. You, you don't have demons, too. I mean, if you, if you don't have demons, and wow, I want to meet you. But I've had my share of demons, and I think if I don't deal with those, and I'll always be doing the yo-yo dieting thing. And it's the least healthy thing you can do uh, is that yo-yo dieting, as, as anyone knows. It's, well, I think it's what put me in the hospital a few years ago, I lost a whole bunch of weight. I gained a whole bunch of weight. I stopped working. I sort of stopped working and came home and sat and looked at the mirror or looked at the walls for a couple of years and ate some unhealthy food and gained a whole bunch of weight and then uh, started to lose it all very rapidly and ended up in the hospital. Uh-oh. I find a permanent solution the up and down and back and forth with it all, right? You know this. You teach this in your weight loss um, program. I just see people struggle for a long time, and this time of year especially. This time of year is really hard, and which is funny because a few years ago when I lost 100 pounds, I lost weight over the holidays. And one of the things that I did was stop looking at the holidays as this nonstop feast. You know what I mean? Stop looking at it as if you can... Anything when the cookies start happening, that you're going to eat all the cookies and you're going to eat um, from morning till night. It's just not, not, you can't do it. Yeah. And so um, there's a, a guy talk that I've been following, and um, he has lost pounds for several years. He's not, I don't believe he's vegan or whole food plant based, but his mindset is what's interesting. And, and who is this person? What's, huh? the person? What's the person's name? Oh, I have to look up on my phone. Ask me before we hang up. All right, so here's your potato cakes. You're supposed to chill these for an hour and then put them in the dredge. But they're fine. These, these are going to be fine. They're not going to fall apart. Um, and I've got my oven turned up a little higher than I normally would just because we're 
thing. And uh, make sure I can. I mean, if you AJ come to Ohio again and see my setup here, you'd be like, you you'd say the same thing you used to say about my commercial kitchen. How the heck do you do it? I know that was the, that was like a submarine, like or a, a cruise ship room. That was the smallest room I'd ever seen. Yes, but still, I mentality, whatever that was, that mentality is how I still look at cooking because I have this kitchen and be. Well, I almost have to do it this way. My refrigerator's over here in the corner. I've got cameras and lighting over in here and this table here and then behind me. But everything is right here by me. And part of that was when I was dealing with my health, uh, walking and standing and anything like that became an issue. And so I had to have everything right here. And that's kind of what I've done. But I see some of these um, wonderful content creators who do these Big kitchens, and I'm like very jealous. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to set my timer for 25 minutes. And how are we doing on time? We've got about a half hour. All right, we should be just make it then, right? Set it for 20 minutes since I'm doing um since we're doing um a little higher temperature. There's that. Oh, uh, one of the viewers says, when you struggle, what types of food are tricky for you? All the foods. But I mean, is it like it, it be, what I tend to go for, like a lot of people do, is hyper palatable foods. Mm -hmm. And I love potato chips and I love corn tortillas and I love, but you know, you can overeat whole food plant based. I can eat walnuts and I can sit and eat a, a thing of cashews all day. Mm. And you're talking about an 1800 calorie container by the time you get done, right? Yeah. Um, so I like, I mean, I, I eat, a, I've always eaten a, a vegan diet, but there's unhealthy vegan, as I've said before, in my first, one of my first cookbooks, and there's, um, there's um, a lot of ways that you can gain weight. And, and, and part of it, too, is just the fact that when you've been a yo-yo dieter, body does not like any kind of restriction. And so there's always this balancing act of, of how much to eat that keeps you sort of in the lane. And you, you have to eat enough food. And I've it drives my head crazy uh, of eating enough, eating too much. And I don't know if anybody knows that or not. Oh, the cooking now. So the rest of this gets kind of easy. Um, we've got the chutney cooking, and I'll show you that before we're done. And we've got the potato cakes in the oven, so I can show you that. And then we're moving on to, and I'm looking at my notes because I changed recipes 20 times. Um, Del Patty says she has to avoid nightshades. Could this recipe be done with sweet potatoes? Sure. What are we making? Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Any starchy tuber type thing you could you could certainly do. You know, a, a different flavor for a profile, but I think sweet potatoes would work perfectly. All right, so we're going to make a fig and walnut spread. This this spread is a. An evolution from uh, several other breads. In other words, I make an olive walnut version of this that I love. Um, I've made a carrot and sunflower spread, but my is the same. I start off with tofu. And by the way, you guys, um, if, if one pound in the recipe, you can't find one pound of tofu anymore unless you buy the super, the the extra super extra firm whatever. It's hard to find. It's all 14 ounces or 12 ounces. If you get a 14 ounces and you want to 
zhuzh it up a little bit. You can add a, a little bit of beans, like a half a cup of beans or a quarter cup of white beans there to make up the difference. For this recipe, it doesn't make much of a difference. It's probably for most recipes that you're going to it's not going to make too much of a difference. But it's how they are raising prices, changing the price on the sticker. You know what I mean? They are making the quantity smaller instead of making the prices higher. So we've got a pound of tofu. You could use white beans here. If you want to use two cups of white beans, I think that's a recipe. And that's perfectly fine. Um, I've got almond butter right there, which I'm going to try not to stick my and come up smiling. And then miso. I what's called a mellow white miso. Um, because there's misos like beer, like each flavor of miso has a different flavor profile. And a lot of them have a lot of salt. Um, and then you could leave the miso out of this. Right. If if you if you're doing sodium free and you want to, you could leave the miso out of this and maybe add some nutritional yeast instead. And by the same token, you could replace the almond butter with whatever nut butter you wanted, or you could leave it out. I would both out. I, you're going to have to find something in there. But we have another uh, enough of the other ingredients to um, garlic. To make this work, probably if you decide to leave both of them out, you probably would be okay. And I think we have some lemon zest, zest of a lemon. My lemons were uncooperative this morning. That took lemons and our fresh dill. Yum. And that's probably more than two tablespoons, but it's fresh dill, so it should be. And then we're just going to puree that. That looks like, is that a Breville or a Cuisinart? Can't tell from this angle. Maybe he can't hear me. But if you guys can hear me, tomorrow is Monday with the McDougals. Del, what kind of food processor is that? This is the Cuisinart. Cuisinart, I thought so. I love her very much. Yeah. But you can see it's mostly, um, not necessarily creamy, but it's, it's all of the Big chunks are gone. And we're just going to add that to a bowl and add our remaining ingredients. Sometimes I make this, by the way, with toasted pecans, which I love the flavor of. But whatever you have on hand. And then I, one of the things that I'm doing right now is um, getting rid of bread in my house. Because um, bread, one of my, it probably, going back to triggers, <laughs> bread mm. triggers. And I love it. I, I, I've been the guy who's eaten a loaf of bread a day. And so um, I decided to not always have bread in the house. You know what I mean? And to, on occasion, see what life feels like without bread. Um, stay tuned, check in with me and see if I'm I'm not um, screaming, screaming or all it's, that. I, I just started letting bread in the house, but the kind of bread, it's it's called pacha bread, and it's like just two ingredients, buckwheat and water. Oh. 
and, and some salt and it, it's kept in the freezer because it's sold that way. So I, it, it's not something I have to see or smell and it doesn't seem to bother me. I wish they made a salt-free version though. I have been making, I mean, for classes um, last year, year before, we were in Cena's kitchen, um, some flatbreads made with lentils and different things like that. And I, I've liked those. And I like the idea of making bread. Now, it's too easy to go out and buy it. And not much of the stuff you buy is very healthy, uh, unless you're buying the Ezekiel bread. Um, but I think I might start making, have you, AJ, what do you know about this? I've, I've heard from Dan Butner, who says that sourdough is a really good bread to make and have, um, because something about the fermenting or whatever it does um, gets rid of the glycemic issue with bread. That's interesting. I don't know, but I always hear from like Dr. Will B. It's really good for your gut. Well, so I'm thinking about doing a sourdough starter. I haven't done one since I owned my bakery. And um, I'm thinking about making it again. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> I told my roommate, who's a bread snob, I said, if you want to eat my bread, you're going to have to help out with the starter. All right. <laughs> so we've got our base here. And this base at this point could become a number of different things. If you want to make a big batch of this, divide it in half and add carrots and sunflower seeds to half of it, and then add your figs and walnuts to the other half of it, you've got two different spreads for the holidays, right? One base, two spreads. Cooking that way. I think it's just a, a smart way to cook. But we're going to go with the one now. I think it's like too many onions. Oh, well. And then our figs. I found these figs that were really soft and felt really fresh, but they're supposedly dried. And then walnuts there. That all goes together. And that is it. That is our, um, that's the easiest part of what we're doing for the day. Mix that together. Serve that on bread. You can serve celery sticks. You know how they, they've been piping everything into celery sticks lately? Yeah. <laughs> Celery is one of the few things I don't love. And I just, I maybe from my dieting days being younger, it was like always the go-to diet food. And I just, I don't like the, the stringy strands either. I get it, but it doesn't bother. I don't go seeking out celery, but um, I will eat it. Yeah, I just don't love there. it. If I go to a party and there's not much else that's going to be healthy for me to eat there, I head towards the celery and the carrots. So there is your... First spread, quick and easy, right? And then our next one is our cranberry pecan spread. Now, I have, an, I have a fun origin story about this spread. The original version of this is called, or I think, cranberry orange rouille, R-O-U-I-L-L-E, which is a French term for a kind of mayonnaise. And... Um, <laughs> It is from the New England cookbook and is served over a pot roast or something, which I find if you ever make this, you're going to be like, and then the, their, their original version has a lot of oil on it too, which mine doesn't. But I was kind of surprised um, that, that the, this French product is what they're going to serve. But, oh, well. And it's one that's easy to make 
check on our chutney back here. Looking gorgeous. I think this is going to work out, Chef AJ. Nice. Will all of today's appetizers be featured on your holiday table at uh, Christmas? Um, you know what? It's a weird year for my dad's not doing well. We're trying to we're taking everything one day at a time. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Um, so stay tuned. We, my brother is coming to town, and he's committed. It's it's great to eat whole food plant based, but he will eat what I cook, and nice. he likes my food, so that makes life a little better, right? Um, and it'll be just the two of us here, and and my roommate will eat whatever I cook for the holiday. But uh, it's nice to have some of these foods around as um, healthy snack foods, you know. Um, not a bad idea. What about you? Anything over the holidays? Well, I, I, we had such a big Thanksgiving with so many people here. I'm kind of tired from that. But, I, you know, I, I don't generally celebrate Christmas, but uh, we're trying to get one of the vegan restaurants to actually open for a meetup at lunch for those of us that didn't get invited anywhere or have any place to go. So we're trying to do that. And then I'll play it by ear. You know, sometimes invitations come at the last minute, you know, so... Oh yeah, yeah. My former place of a business, the Wellness Farm, had a, a a potluck on Thanksgiving Day, and Will Tuttle came by and spoke about his new book. Oh, how cool! So that was kind of cool. I didn't go. I was uh, I stayed at home that day. I wasn't feeling great. All right, the last spread, and then I think we're getting close to the the celebration time. Let's talk about so pecans toasted. And by the way, a toasted pecan has a much different. Don't cheat and not toast because it makes all the difference in terms of the flavor. Yep. And then um, our dried cranberries look for sugar free or fruit sweetened. They're out there, but you just have to look for them. Honest, honest cranberries. Um, we, we talked about this yesterday in my dessert master class because we were looking for them. I think the company is honest, and I'll, I'll look for the link and I'll I'll, I'll post it. Eating or um, eating. Um, yeah, here it is. Honestly, cranberries. They're they're um there's a website with their name Honestly Cranberries and they're just cranberries, but they yeah. But there's there's they're not sweetened though. So, but they are they don't have anything added. Yeah. There's it's nice. I, I don't know if that's what I bought or not. I forget. But they're great. I mean, it's nice yeah. to be able to find them. Yep. Um so we've got cranberries, we've got pecans, we've got a shallot chopped in there if you shallot, a little bit of red onion. Maple syrup or your date paste, as you will. And then some orange zest. Oh, we're doing zest. All right. I'm going to turn my back to the audience one more time. AJ, I apologize, everybody. How rude. No, thank you. That's okay. And guys, tomorrow the show is at 10. It's Monday with the McDougal. And I believe he's going to be talking about low-carb diets and how keto and carnivore diets are basically a fraud. So... If that interests you, please tune in. And even if it doesn't, tune in anyway, because we have a lovely Zimunity here that we can chat together on the side. You know, I would love to take your master class, but desserts are kind of a trigger for me, too. Oh, I, I I get it. I get it. And to be honest, I have a cookbook's worth of desserts from my bakery that I'm trying to see if they're convertible to whole food plant-based. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, so I'm not going to do it for the next couple of years. Um, until I'm in a better place in a better headspace myself. But
arm exercise like You like a microplane better than a zester? I have both. <laughs> I think I have this and I have the big um four-sided thing. You have a preference? I like the zester because I kind of like the shreds more than the little shavings. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that I really thought too much about it myself. So I, like, I like the little shreds. And then we're going to juice. That's going to fit in there, I hope. Not it's a, a big orange, so we'll make it fit. And then I, I dropped my cayenne pepper today, so that's gone. So we're just using a little crushed red pepper instead. Again, an odd kind of combination. And then somewhere back here are my breadcrumbs. And we got whole breadcrumbs. That's the last of the bread that's in my house. <laughs> Double or triple this, huh? The last of the bread. Last of the bread, everybody. I'm going to scrape this down. Do a little bit more. It should come all together in a a smooth paste, and uh, this is almost not quite there, but it tastes delicious. Well, the sweet and savory thing is pretty awesome. Are you more of a sweet person or more of a savory person? Did you hear me? Oh, he's got the food processor on. That's why. Yep. And you can continue on with that until you get your desired. You know, you can you can keep going with it if you want to, but this I, I'll eat it just like this and be very, very I tell you guys something and I hate to refer back to meat eating days, but you know what this reminds me of? My mom used to make a deviled ham salad. 
It was sweet and savory like this, but um, it was delicious. And it kind of, so I've eaten this kind of as a sandwich sometimes, and it's it's really good. But I also like it just on a crusty bread or or whatever else I've got going on. And I've got a mess here, but it's all right. So here's your uh, here's your your cranberry con spread. Again, make that with walnuts, make that with whatever else you want. And then to finish off our chutney, so you can see there, and I'll put that into a bowl too. I want to do that. Um, there's a little liquid left in the bottom of there. And I kind of, it'll, it'll, Thicken up a little bit as it chills, but you could also drain the liquid off, put the liquid back on the stove, and then um, cook it down if you want to, and then add it back in. And then we just add our dried cranberries and our dried apricot. And I was out of our cranberries and uh, golden raisins. And I was, I love, uh, huh? I love golden raisins more than the darker colored ones. Well, you have to look for. I look for the ones that are unsulfured. If you can right, find them. right, unsulfured. Not harder to find. And then what else am I missing for my... Okay, that's it. Are you more of a sweet guy or a savory guy? Oh, no, I like them both. I can, I cannot, I, if I get into the habit, and this is, I, I always say you crave what you eat. If right. I get of eating something sweet after dinner, then I always want something sweet after dinner. Um, when I stop doing that, it doesn't bother me. I don't. I don't miss it in a way of. <laughs> and also, when I'm not eating fruit or sugar, fruit sometimes job for me. You know. All right. Oh, these are perfect. There are our potato cakes. And they are crunchy on the outside, lightly browned. I mean, they can be a meal. They don't have to be an appetizer, right? This, right, this could easily be right, for sure. But you know what? I'm going to um, my international dinner club is doing our holiday dinner. And I love these guys. None of them are vegan, but they always have lots of vegan options there for me. Um, but I'm thinking about making this filling. It's it's Polish is our theme, and I'm thinking yeah. about making this filling as a pierogi. Wow! Have you ever made vegan kielbasa? No, I, I no, I haven't. Do you make it with um, uh, wheat gluten, or what do you make it with? I've, I've never had it, but I had a Polish chef on the show who's vegan. I and I well, her husband is. I said, "Have you made kielbasa?" He goes, "No." So I there are some recipes for it. You know, I've just uh, never made it. I'm looking for um, recipes that don't use gluten as much. A lot of those vegan recipes for, for meats are, are he gluten heavy. Yeah, this one's made with pinto beans, the recipe that I'm seeing. That's made I, pinto beans and some vital wheat gluten. Okay, a little bit of gluten. Yeah, um, I'm open. I love a good uh, kielbasa. Been many, many years. Well, that is what I have for you today. What do you think? I think it's fantastic. And you did that really, you did that pretty quickly. <laughs> I came together quickly.
Well, think like a television show, AJ. You have to think like a television show and get a little done ahead of time. But Do unfortunately, if you look over at my uh, my sink, you'd know that I have another couple of hours of cleaning to do. Hey, do you want to um, change the camera view so we can see you and maybe you could hold each item up and, and say what it, what it is? Yeah. Well, you, can it, you can do it from there too, I guess, leaving it. I can. Either way, if you if it's too hard to, to switch screens, just stay there and you can hold everything up. When yeah, it's yeah I'm not going to just because I know that I struggled today. For, I no, I know. We, that's why we were a little late, guys. Sorry, we couldn't get the cameras to work. So these are the beautiful sweet potato cakes. Yes, and the flavors of these turned out great a little bit more than a pound and a half maybe a pound and a quarter pound and a half of potatoes and that's and our chutney oh that looks delicious and you can put the chutney on the cakes that's what it's served with yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. and then that's your your silk pad is not discolored so you keep it nice and clean i don't know i it must i don't know what i do and then this is our our cranberry pecan spread beautiful and our uh fig and walnut spread mm. I know, right? You could actually put any of those on the cakes. I mean, you, I'd put the cranberry on it, maybe. Mm -hmm. Who's the lucky guy right now? You. And you have no friends over right now. No company. You sometimes have a guest, so that I guess you'll have to eat it all by yourself. Darn. Well, I think I might. Yeah, those will keep. The, some of this will freeze. Because I've got I've been filming for my cooking course. So I've got a lentil bolognese lasagna in the fridge I need to eat up. I've got a shepherd's pie I need to freeze and finish up. And then what else do I have? Oh, I made a pilaf, which might be good with this chutney. I have a bulgur wheat pilaf the other day that turned out really good. So those are kind of cooking course. Yeah. Well, Del, this is beautiful. And these, these are easy to make. You made all four recipes in like 45 minutes. Not a challenge. If you guys prepare yourselves and get your ingredients ready ahead of time. That's right. Mise en place is the secret. Mise en place, baby. You could entertain six to eight people with what we have here, but you can also double and entertain more. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you, my friend. This was a wonderful presentation. I won't see you till next year, probably. So I wish you a happy, healthy holiday season. All the same to you, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow for Monday with the McDougals at 10 a.m. Pacific time. We're going to be talking about low-carb diets. Did you ever try a low-carb diet, Del? They're terrible, aren't they? I did a low-carb vegan diet. I'll tell you about sometimes. It was horrible. Oh, my God. that That's just, it sounds terrible. Like, it sounds I, like it was, yeah. a lot of constipation. Mm -hmm. Well, I had I once had a test called a PET scan and I couldn't eat any carbs. So all they let me eat the day before was vegetables and nuts. And it was just un like you say, you can't poop and it's very unsatisfying. I, I like my balance. My 97 year old dad, he's a meat eater, but he always believed in, in having your vegetables and fruit every day. So absolutely. And with food, I'm right there with food like this, it's delicious. Thanks so much, Dell. And thanks, everyone. Hope Love to see you. you Take care. Love you, too. Bye bye.